This morning we chanted the Aditya Pariyaya Sutta, the fire sermon. In this the Buddha is reflecting on the process of perception, the six senses, eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, mind. And uses the image of everything burning, sabang pikave aditang. Everything is burning, burning with raga, with passion, dosa, aversion, moha, delusion. The teaching the Buddha gives goes through every dimension of the perception process. The eye, physical objects, rupa, ear and sounds, nose and odors, tongue and flavors, the body, physical sensations, the mind, mind objects. And with each one, Designating how that works, eye consciousness, the eye contact, feelings of pleasure, pain, neutral feeling arising from that contact. Going into a, a fine analysis of perception, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking. Because this is our world, isn't it? This is the world as we know it. It's known through eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mind. That's the only world that we know. It's the only world any of us have ever known. Through what we've seen, heard, smelt, tasted, touched, thought, remembered, imagined. That's the world. So in this analysis, this reflection, the Buddha is saying, look, this is, this is the world as it's experienced. And the tendency, the habit, is for the mind to have attitudes of passion, desire, aversion, delusion in relationship to all those different aspects of the world. We see, hear, smell, taste and touch. Out of ignorance, then the whole thing is on fire. Our world is on fire. Liking, disliking, approving, disapproving, wanting more, wanting less, going here, going there. He uses this image of fire, sabang, pikawe, aditang, everything is burning. The world is burning. So, in that teaching, everything hinges around the, the quality of seeing and knowing. Ewang pasang, seeing thus, seeing that the habit is for sight, sound, smell, taste and touch to be tied up with 
raga, dosa, moha, passion and aversion, delusion, then there's a coolness. Rupasmipi nibindati. The heart becomes cool in relationship to visual forms, cool in relationship to seeing, to hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. There's a cooling down. Seeing and feeling, knowing that quality of burning, recognizing the, the distress of that, the tension of that, the agitation of that, and the heart lets go. If you realize you've picked up something that's hot and is burning your fingers, as soon as you feel the burn, you drop it. So this is what the Buddha is pointing to. To see how the, the attitude habitually relates to the world of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. And the more that the, the mind relishes the six senses, takes hold of them and identifies with them. I see, I feel, I hear, I think, I remember, I taste, I smell, I touch. The degree to which the heart relishes the six senses, then as, again, the Buddha said in another teaching, then one has gone over to Mara's side, and the evil one can do with them what they like, what he likes. It's a graphic way of speaking. What it means is that if we're looking for happiness or security in that which is insecure and unsatisfying, we have to be disappointed. Looking for satisfaction. Getting rid of something, getting hold of something. We have to be disappointed. We're looking for security in the wrong place. Looking for satisfaction where it can't be found. If you left your keys in the room, if you hunt around the sala, you won't find them because they're in your room. You're looking in the wrong place, so you won't find it. So the Buddha's teaching is very simple, very direct in this way, to encourage the heart to be cool in relationship to seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, thinking, remembering, imagining, emotions, impulses, as a cooling down, Nibindati. It's an easing, a cooling, a relaxing. And when we talk about relishing the senses, it doesn't mean just saying liking what we see or liking what we hear or liking what we think. That also implies and includes disliking. I hate that. I can't stand that. It's an awful color. Awful taste, awful person, awful sound. I hate that. It's the same energy. Trying to find satisfaction by rearranging the sense world. It can't be found. We're looking in the wrong place. So the teaching is, is encouraging 
the quality of clear seeing, seeing how much we invest in having particular things that we want to see and hear, smell and taste and touch, particular emotions, particular sensations. And seeing that, that relishing, that taking hold, seeing that, knowing that, ewang pasang, seeing thus, then there's a letting go, there's a cooling down, there's that relinquishing, releasing. Another teaching that is useful to reflect on is that the Buddha defined the world as these six senses of ours. That is the world, that whereby one is a perceiver and a conceiver of the world, that is the world. And what is it whereby one is a perceiver and a conceiver of the world? The eye, the ear, the nose, the tongue, the body, the mind. So the world is not the, the buildings of Amravati or the sky and the clouds, the trees, the county of Hertfordshire or England, the planet. The world is seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. The world happens within your own heart. It's known here, within your own heart. Right here. All the world happens here. So part of that cooling down, that letting go, is recognizing how the world happens here. It's a mental event. It's known here, in this heart, in this mind. We talk about the world in terms of countries and going places, the planets spinning round, days passing, months and years. This is how we talk about the world different countries, different governments, different climates. But it all is known here. We know about those other countries through looking at pictures, looking at books, hearing sounds of people's voices, remembering ideas, seeing, hearing, remembering. Where does it happen? It happens here, in this heart, this mind. When we hear the name of the country where we were born, the mind gets interested. Oh, that's my place. That's where I'm from. Notice how the mind forms the world. Notice how it happens here. It's known here. It arises here. This kind of reflection. It's not, say, uh, creating anything false. It's actually the case, like right now. What do we know about the world other than through our sight, sound, smell, taste, touch, memory, imagination, our thoughts? There's nothing. This is the world we know. It happens here. So, 
the heart of the world, the heart of the universe, is your heart. You are the center of the world. You are where the world is known. So when this is recognized, this supports that kind of cooling down, letting go, that freedom from agitation. The world happens here. It's known here. How the world is held, how it is appreciated, that's also happening here. Something that is attractive, something that is painful, difficult, uncomfortable, it's known right here. So this is where it can be worked with, in this heart, this mind of ours. This is where peace, where real satisfaction, security can be found, is in the attitude the way this heart, the citta, appreciates the world, the way it knows the world. Well, when there's something attractive and beautiful, there's a recognition of this is a, a beautiful object. The heart doesn't have to go out and grab it, get born into it, pursue it. It's known here. There's something painful or difficult ache in our back or our knees. We don't have to hate it or fear it. It can be known right here. This is a painful feeling. Again, there's no need to add anything to it, no need to complain or oppose. Here it is. There's this difficult, uncomfortable feeling. It happens right here. So freedom, the place of security, the place of peacefulness, is in the attitude. Developing this quality of, of awareness, this is one of the attributes of the Buddha, Lokavitu, the knower of the world. Loka, the world, Vitu, knowing, the knower. So in this cooling down of the attitude of the, towards, of the heart towards the senses, this is not rejecting the world, not fearing it or hating it, but knowing it. Then the heart can respond to the world. It's not seeking satisfaction from different sights and sounds, smells, tastes, touches, thoughts. But the satisfaction comes from the quality of knowing, comes from non-identification, non-attachment. The heart is at ease, knowing the world. It's the peace of the Buddha, the peace of the awake mind, the awake heart, knowing the world. doesn't mean that action isn't taken. If, uh, if it's time for the meal and the body is hungry, then go to the sala, show up with your bowl. We take action, as is appropriate. Take care of our responsibilities, our duties. 
but we're not looking for completion in carrying out the the jobs that we have. We're not looking for finality in that which is is uh, unending. Not looking for security in that which is unstable, insecure. Well, this is a, a radical way of revisioning our life. Seeing that the world happens here means we, we never really go anywhere. We're always right here. The world comes through our mind, through, the, through our heart. So we never really go anywhere. Even though these bodies might move around the monastery or the planet, wherever you are, wherever you've ever been in your life. It's always been exactly here. So part of this disentangling, this attitude of cooling, non-identification, non-attachment, as a stillness, letting the world flow through the heart rather than the idea of me getting somewhere. As Lumpur Char would say, if you can't go forwards, you can't go backwards, you can't stand still, where do you go? Where can you go? It's a puzzle, as long as we think in terms of the world being out there, and us as an individual person moving around in it. But the puzzle is solved when the heart lets go of the world when there's no identification with the body, the personality, with time and place. When the world is known as happening here within this heart, then coming, going, standing still, don't really apply. If we work with our perceptions in this way, as we go about the day, sitting here in the temple or getting up to walk, coming back, moving around, having the meal, doing the washing up, to reflect in this way, where is the world happening? Where is vision happening? Where is feeling felt? Sounds, where are they? Smells and tastes, where are they? Where are they experienced? Notice how the world happens in the mind, in this heart of ours. And when there is that noticing, that seeing, look at the change that brings. See how that alters the attitude. Does it have an effect? What's the effect? Seeing the world is happening within this heart, this mind. The world happens here. It's known here. What's the effect of that seeing? And even if it's just for a moment, if there is that kind of cooling, that easing of the heart, that moment of, oh, I really can't go anywhere. It's always here. Aha. Even if that's just for a few seconds during the day, notice that. Even if the, the mind's caught up in all the comings and goings and doings and seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, 
attaching to this, that, and everything. In those few clear moments, notice. Notice the quality of the heart in those clear moments. When there is that, oh, oh. What's here? What's present? In that moment of non-entanglement, non-identification. There's wakefulness, simplicity, freedom. Nobody going anywhere. There's a great ease, peacefulness in the heart, a realization. Notice that in those moments when it's present. Notice that. Let that be fully conscious. Let that be the, the baseline for experience. <laughs>